You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This podcast is being brought to you by my inspiring new book titled Courage is a Muscle, Using Heart to Power Your Entrepreneurial Dreams. You can grab your copy today on Amazon. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks so much for tuning in and checking out another hot episode of SOB, Style of Business, podcast. This is your host, Keetra, and today I'm speaking with my wonderful guest by the name of Stephanie Bloom. And Stephanie is an actress and model. Today, she's going to be visiting with us, talking about her new films. She's appeared in countless Uh, films and TV shows, obviously, and she's also doing her modeling thing. So we'll hear a little bit about that. And today she is going to not only talk about her career and upcoming projects, but we'll also be hearing a little bit about the film industry and just, you know, the art of being creative. So definitely tune in, guys. Make sure that you're plugged in for this one and we will get the ball rolling. So Stephanie, what is up? Thanks so much for visiting. How are you doing today? I am doing so good. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to talk to you and just talk about everything post-COVID and work and everything that we use in this business to be creative. I'm so excited. Yeah, I am excited as well. And I love the fact that you use the term post-COVID because it seems like we're, you know, getting out and being able to get a little bit of fresh air now, <laughs> you know, it's, well, yes. slowly but surely. Off and enjoy life again. <laughs> right. And breathe, right? <laughs> Most importantly, get you some fresh yes. air. Yeah, perfect. Well, hey, like I said, I'm glad to have you on. Let's start with give us a little bit, give us a little bit of taste, give us a background of, of who you are for those who are not familiar, and then we're gonna get we're gonna get moving forward. So I have been acting and modeling since I was nine years old. Um, I grew up in New York. Um, I still live here. I travel a lot now, but um, it's just one of those things. I feel like. Early on in life, when you're in school, when you're in elementary school, and everybody asks you, what do you want to be when you get older? I feel like kids kind of know, right? Don't you have that feeling? So everybody, you know, can say anything under the sun. They could say, I want to be a teacher. I want to be a doctor. And they could think of, you know, the craziest things in the world. And ever since I was a little girl, I always wanted to be an actor. Always. I always wanted to do something like performing. Um, I did school plays. I just... I always did something where I could be not another person, but maybe like another character, just showing myself in a different way, pretending to be somebody else. You know, whether you're playing with dolls when you're little or, you know, as you get older, you get into plays and you you can branch off and you can do modeling. There's so many different ways to be creative, whether you do music, whether you do TV. I always wanted to be an actor. And, you know, life gets in the way and you... You know, sometimes you're not given that opportunity to stick with it because I've known people that have done it since they were babies. Yeah. And, you know, they chose this as their number one thing. They, they're homeschooled or, you know, they'll travel around. I, I'm one of five children. So I was, you know, home. Yeah, <laughs> and I when I, you know, things, things weren't so electronic back then. So you had to actually get up, go to the city and you had to audition. If yeah. your face wasn't there, <laughs> right. you weren't considered. It's not like. Right. It's not like it is now where you could just click of a button, submit yourself or you can have your agent. Um, so, you know, it was a little it was a little iffy when I was younger. So I, I kind of dipped in and out of it. And then um, as I got older, I was able to branch off on my own. Um, I got back into it full time. And then I kind of 
Um, I took a break. I had a family. I have three kids now and I'm back in it full force again. So I feel like it's something that no matter what you do, even if you, you know, love the arts, if you love theater, if you love music, if you love even writing, if you're, you know, um, anything, I just feel like you always go back to what you love. And this is something I love. So I've just, I've always done it, whether I've branched off and done other things or had like a family life. I've just always stuck with the entertainment industry. So that's where I am today. And (laughs) many, many, many years later, I am still doing it. Hey, thankfully. thankfully, And I'm I'm glad you're, well, because, you know, you got to do what you love. Like, I'm so in agreement with you there. Like, it's no matter how much you try to push down you know, the fact that you want to be an artist or, you know, you want to act or maybe, you know, you want to be some politician, just whatever the case is, you, you never lose that, right? You never lose that drive. So I love the fact that you touched on that because that's true, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like, you know, sometimes it's not frowned upon, but, you know, people seem to think in life, you know, you have to, you have to look for stability and you have Mm. to look for something that can, you know, you have to have it embedded in you that you have to be like a a family person, or you just have to work your nine to five, which is fine. But I just feel like, you know, um, for people like us who just love to be creative and do something in the arts. It just, I feel like it's always there. No matter if you don't have the opportunity to showcase it through TV, film, or anything else, music, um, it's just something that's always there. I mean, you could be playing a guitar in a coffee shop. I mean, anything that just expresses yourself, you know, um, whatever makes you happy, that's just something I've always done since I was little. I just always came back to it. And now that, you know, my kids are a little bit older, I've just pursued it full time. And I feel like it's one of those things where that old saying, well, you got to be in it to win it. You absolutely do. You have to just keep going for it. You can't lose touch if that's what you want to do. And I think that goes for anything, not just, you know, entertainment. Entertainment, yeah. Um, No, no, I definitely agree. Yeah. So I just feel like that's that's kind of where I am today. I just always, I've always stuck with it. It's just always something I wanted to go back to, something I always loved. And when I wasn't doing it, I was missing it. So and and what's so amazing about this industry is that you can go back to it whenever you want to. You could pick up and restart anytime you want. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. I and it's funny that you that you mention that because uh, you know, like you said, as time goes on and you get older, it's like people assume that you automatically kind of max out or you age out of doing something creative, which is absolutely ridiculous to me because. You know, in my experience, it seems like when you're doing the stuff that you enjoy, that's when everything else flows. Right. Uh, As opposed to being forced to do something else. Yeah. I think, yeah, it just comes naturally when you want to do it, not when, you know, it's something you have to do or, you know, you're obligated to do. I think. um, And if anything, you I love how you could branch off and do anything you want. You don't have to just stick with one thing. You could do music and you can act and. You know, you could, you can mix the two, you could model, you could, uh, you could do anything you want. You could, um, help others, you know, you don't have to, you could, uh, you could become an agent, let's exactly. say later yeah. in life and help younger actors become what they want to do. Like, I just feel like there's so many outlets and so many opportunities. And I just, this is something that I've always, I don't know, I've always wanted to do and I've stuck with it. So, um, I do feel like in the future, um, once I feel like, you know, I feel like when you, when you're doing something you love or when you, you've kind of, um, 
you know, milestone. You, you People want to branch off. Like some people want to produce and yeah, some people want to yeah. direct. And I feel like maybe one day, but I feel like I haven't fulfilled my, exactly. <laughs> my, acting, right. you know, my acting goal. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to get behind the camera yet, but it's so intriguing to me. Yeah. Like I, I have such an admiration for that. I really... I, I think it's amazing. Like, I just feel like I'm doing the easy part and they're doing the, like, they're, they're the movie magic. So I'm like, wow, that would be one. That's like a little goal for myself that I would love to do one day, get behind the camera. But um, like I said, I feel like you could just branch off and, and take it wherever you want to. But I just feel like it's, it's embedded in you from, yeah. from a young age, I think. That you already have it. Yeah. And, you know, the, the good thing about it is the fact that, you know, you, you knew from an early from an early age, obviously, that you were going to stick with that. And you took a break. So that's probably why you're feeling, you know, like you still have more to give in in terms of of acting. Like, and I I definitely have no doubt that you will be behind the camera doing the directing and and things like that in the future. But like, like I was checking out the, your, your couple of your reels and uh, a couple of those characters were, I was like, they are absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) The, uh, I think it was the, the crazy, the mom's, um, Monsters, monsters. What, what, which one is that? Yeah. With that role, <laughs> and I was saying to myself, so when oh you just mentioned that your kids are older, now that's the the image <laughs> that popped in my head. I was like, I know she was not one of those parents that were, at, you know, at the school <laughs> trying to get her daughter on the cheer squad. That's so crazy. But acting is is oh like that, God. yeah. I- you know, I really like, I asked myself, I'm like, wow. I'm like, how do I get myself in these positions sometimes? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I played um, a mom on a show called Momsters years back. And it was just, and it was like based off a true story on those. Um, you ever see the Discovery Channel? Yes, like, yeah. You know, yeah. I, it's like something I never want to watch in the dark. And I always have to keep my doors locked if I turn the channel on because it's like, those are real stories. That's so crazy. So I get kind of freaked out that I'm portraying, you know, something that really happened. And there was just these, it was a show about these moms that just would do anything. They kind of lived their lives through their kids and they would kill people. I mean, not like intentionally, but yeah, yeah it was something based crazy. off of like a cheerleading squad and it ended up in death. And I'm like, wow, how do I get myself in this position? <laughs> right. But it's kind of fun to be killed on screen. And I'm like, wait a minute, this really happened. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, oh my goodness. Hey, well, look, you, in addition to that, guys, you, you definitely have to go to her site and we'll, we'll get to that in a bit just to kind of check out the diversity of talent. But yeah, that one. And, you know, obviously there's several more. And I know more recently you have um, a couple of other films. You want to kind of get into like some of the newer projects that you that you've just released. And I know there's some things that are still in production that you're working on as well. Yeah. So luckily I had some things um, I, and, you know, I hate to put it this way, but I had some things going on before COVID and then I feel like um, a lot of projects waited and then they're releasing them now that things are a little bit, you know, more easygoing and people are able to watch things a little bit easier. They're not so confined, but um, I hate to put it that way pre and post COVID. But uh, yeah, so kind of, yeah, before COVID we, um, I had done a film with uh, Dean Kane, who used to play Superman, who is amazing. Uh, in a movie called 2050, mm-hmm. and it's now um, streaming on IMDb, actually, Amazon, and um, the film, the producers actually just came out with, and I'm not sure when they're going to completely unveil it, but they came out with dolls yeah. from the movie, 
Right, so, I saw that trailer. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a whole other conversation. Of exactly. But you get to, uh, you get to, I've just never experienced anything like that before. So I thought that was a, a really cool moment, I guess, in the sci-fi genre where yeah. you just, like, I've never, that's the first and only time I've ever done that kind of um, category. But I was just like, wow, this is really interesting that they've taken this to the next level. And so I believe that they're going to come out with something, you know, to unveil that soon. And then um, there was actually a couple of films that, uh, well, I, I kind of did a few things over COVID. And um, one of them was uh, actually, I just wrapped up filming Baking Up Love, okay, where yes, I, I was in Illinois for a month. And that one is, you know, totally different under the spectrum. Um, beautiful, beautiful story. It's, it's a romantic comedy um, actually you might know it's, uh, Jeff Timmons from 98 degrees You're in it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, David Otunga, who used to be a wrestler, yeah, um, is in, and he's also done many, 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 many acting jobs. Um, and I just, I, I love that I got to come in and play the villain of this, like, it's a, it's a small town, Morton in Illinois. And it's, okay. um, I, I guess it's like known as the pumpkin capital of oh, the wow. world. So, yeah, it was actually pretty exciting. So we got to film there for a month. And um, it's just a romantic comedy about, you know, uh, a bake-off and a competition. And I come in and kind of sabotage it. I don't want to give too much okay. away, yeah, but I'm the villain. I'm like, right. woo yay! <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's always fun to be the villain. <laughs> you, you know what? It's fun to be the villain because, you you know, you can just kind of get – there's more creativity with that to me. Like, I, you know, you don't – you you can just kind of pull from anywhere. But, like, now that you, you're talking about that, like, which roles which roles do you, do you prefer? Like, do you prefer, you know, the more – you know, nonchalant, you know, kind of laid back type character roles? Or do you like to raise a lot of hell? Like, you know, you, are you looking to, to stir up uh, things a little bit more? Like which one, which roles do you prefer? I, you know, I love excitement. I love yeah. excitement. I love doing things that, you know, aren't usually done every day in film. Like, uh, like I, you know, being the love interest or um, playing something serious. You know, I, I really feel like that does challenge you as an actor, but right, come on, yeah. we love the fun stuff. I love to come in and I love to be the villain. I love to be the sexy one. I love yeah, to yeah. just um, kind of like cause a ruckus. Yeah, and yeah. I've kind of dabbled in each kind of category. Like I've, I've done the murder shows. Um, you know, I've played the bad guy. And I've also, you know, I've played the mom role, but I think, you know, it's a little more fun when you get that script and you're like, ooh, I get to come in and just shake things up. You yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit easier. I think it's a little bit, yeah, it brings a little bit more excitement to the role and to the, to the day. But um, usually those roles don't last. Yeah, I either get killed off or I'm... <laughs> <laughs> right. So... <laughs> when they start killing you, know, you off, yeah. I'll tell you what, I can imagine it makes a difference. Yes, yes. If I'm coming into, I guess, sabotage things, you know, that role doesn't last as many days, but, you know, it is fun. And I I do love being a part of, you know, the different casts that I get to meet and all the different productions. But that that leads me to um, the end of this summer, I'm going to be filming uh, a a TV series called The Congressman, where... I get to play like sort of like a TV personality and um, it's just, it's a, it's a murder. It's a murder mystery. It's a thriller um, where I'm a part of 
a type of scheme like that, but this time I'm not the bad person. I just come in and I'm kind of like, you know, uh, shifting towards a different gear where I'm trying to find out from a, you know, I want, I don't want to say a crooked, but he's got a dark side, the Congressman where I don't want to give that story away, but, um, there's more than the eye meets when you, when you watch the show, but it's a, it's a dark, dark thriller and it's going to be really, really exciting. It's directed by Greg Sisko. And I think I start filming the end of the summer, maybe beginning of fall. Oh, well, yeah. So that'll be like, that'll be here before you know it. Time is just, I know. I know. Yeah. I feel like the summers just kind of are gone in a blink of an eye, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going by like, I don't know. Like I'm trying to savor every second <laughs> of summer that I can um, just to kind of get a break, you know, just to get a break somewhere. Which brings me to this, like speaking of breaks, do you ever get tired? Like what, what I guess, uh, let me try to figure out how, what's the good way to put this. Like as far as filming, because we know that you're in between the filming and then also as a model, uh, you know, there's photo shoots and things like that. Like, do you ever find yourself like, look, just give me two weeks off, you know, even though it's something that you enjoy, <laughs> you love it, you're passionate about it. This is your dream uh, career and all that other good stuff. But do you ever just feel like, look, y'all go to my voicemail for a couple of weeks and then, <laughs> then I'll reach out when I'm ready. You know, I, I thought that exact thing when, when COVID happened, I mm, was like, yeah. you know, I was so used to the hustle and I, and I, it's still not back a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. I, I was, you know, in Manhattan five days a week, all day, uh, dealing with traffic, three hours of traffic someday. Like it was nonstop, nonstop. And then COVID happened. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of nice. nice like yeah, it was yeah. just, it just, everything went to a dead stop. And I felt like it wasn't just like I was on a break. Everybody was on a break. Mm. We, you know, we were forced on a break. Yeah. Um, but then after a while, I feel like that itch came back, you know, where it's like, and everybody was kind of like, okay, when are things going to pick up again? And I didn't realize until now that, you know, it's not fully back, but I would say it's, if there's, um, you know, a good portion of working again, I, I feel like, I was like, wow, I didn't realize how much I just didn't stop to breathe. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I kind of like appreciate that little break because I was like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't have, I'm like, I did that five days a week. Like I just, I didn't have a moment to myself. And I, I, I don't know, it was nice to kind of have that moment and, you know, even just deal with what was going on in the world. But it was like, wow, I, I'm home, you know, Exactly. <laughs> I'm home dealing and I'm, I'm realizing I, I just, I don't know. It was kind of like a, a little bit of a shock for me where I was like, I couldn't believe how, how much, much mm, yeah. yeah, how much I was doing at the time. But now that, you know, things are starting to pick up again, it's, I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent back to normal, but things are picking up and it, and it feels nice, but I don't know if I would go back to that, uh, you know, yeah. that hustle of just roaming around and, and traveling. I think, I think we're all kind of like, uh, you know, a little apprehensive on, on how much we really put into things and how this kind of made things a little bit easier yeah. in, in a, in a way, I don't know if that's the right term, but, um, I would say as far as like auditioning and submitting for things or, you know, a lot of things could be done electronically where we didn't think of that before. Exactly. And yeah. Yeah. 
you know, I, I think this kind of brought a different route or a different light to things now where, I mean, it's not even just with the entertainment industry. I mean, you think about like with schools and stuff, like a lot could be done electronically where we didn't do that before. Exactly. I, it kind of, yeah. it kind of does make things a little bit easier. Yeah. It, it but definitely I does. just, um, yeah, I, I really think it just opened our eyes to a lot of things. And uh, now that I did realize how much traveling and effort you put into everything, I'm like, wow, I'm like, I'm kind of glad that we're taking a different route and things are a little calmer now. And, you know, it kind of, uh, I wouldn't say it minimizes anything because I do feel like, you know, with theater opening back up, I do feel like things will be hectic again. But I just think... Um, you know, I don't think anybody will be as, as crazy as 150%. it was before. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. And I totally agree. And I, I, I want to go into a, a little bit about the film industry, you know, just because I, I know we just talked about how, you know, it should be easier. You know, things are a little bit more simplified. We um, can do things electronically and for like any aspiring actress or actor, you know, now you like back in the day, you would be like, oh, yeah, you got to go to L.A. or you have to be in a certain um, city in order to to get an opportunity as an actor or a model. I think from what I remember, the big thing was this for modeling New York, for acting L.A. Right. Like that was the whole. Right. Right. Yeah. I would, <laughs> I would always I would always hear that. Yeah. But now with things changing as they have and within your experience, like you just said, you know, hey, I'm. I'm from New York. I live in New York and this is where I've kind of based my career, you know, just kind of getting opportunities. But like, what are your tips for um, aspiring actors who are trying to get their foot in the door and trying to get these opportunities and exposures? Like, since we don't have to actually be on physical location, like what are some things that you would recommend um, as a professional uh, uh, actress who's been doing it for a while? Well, I think the first thing is, I, I think just asking for help. I honestly do. I think people are so intimidated. I think um, everyone thinks that this is such a, a one-way business. It's not. It's, I think as big of an industry as this is, it's, it's a small world. And I think you just need to reach out and ask for help. I, I was just actually mentioning this to another actress the other day. Um, everything is electronic now. So you're right. You don't have to just live in New York. You don't have to just live in LA. I actually book more, more film in LA and I live in New York, but I, you know, my family resides in New York, so I'm not going to pick up everything and go. I mean, some actors and, and performers can do that, but I, I just chose to pick New York as my, my base. Um, I think you just need to ask for help. I think you, um, There's a lot of information, but there's always that basic, I think, rule where you just, you, everyone just thinks automatically, I have to get representation. I have to get, I have, I need a manager. I need an agent, which yes, you do. But I think it's all about, you know, um, maybe, I don't know if this is the right way of saying, it's all about selling yourself. I think getting yourself out there. I, there's so many jobs that I've booked purely on my own. Um, meanwhile, yes, an agent will get you the bigger jobs. They will, um, expose you to, you know, uh, more casting directors, let's say, or, you know, just other opportunities that you won't as a beginner be able to reach out and do. But I think 
you just need to sort of sell yourself and you need to get yourself out there and ask for help. I think that's the main thing. Ask another actor, ask another model. You don't have to just think uh, it's, it's such an intimidating business, no matter yeah, what yeah. like area you're in. It really is. It's such an intimidating thing. Um, and I, I really think that if you just reach out and ask for help, it's just, I think that will catapult you in a big way and just submit yourself, just get yourself out there. Cause you're able to do that now. Uh, as where like me for growing up, you weren't able to, everything was right, paper yeah. and you had to show up. And, and I think you just, yeah, you have to really just submit yourself. And, um, and really the number one thing for me, I think it, even to this day, I still ask people, I'm like, Oh, listen, um, who do you use for this? Or I need a, um, a photographer for a headshot. Who do yeah. you know? I, Everything in this business is word of mouth, everything. So if you're not going to ask for help, you're not going to get help. If you need a photographer for a headshot or if you need something, you want to update your look, you, you got to reach out. You got to see who people are using and, you know, ask that new photographer that maybe needs to build their work up to help you build your work up. I just think you need to reach out and ask. Wow. I think that's the, yeah. the biggest thing. Reach out and ask. And speaking of which, um, as far as being prepared to, to reach out and, and establish those connections, like give us like two to three things that are a must have for aspiring act- actors and also for models. Like what what are two to three things that they have to have ready to go uh, when they uh, before they start reaching out? Um, well, I do think, you know, the one thing that they ask for is either a good headshot or a good portfolio. Um, and it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be, you know, uh, New York or LA's biggest photographer. It could be a friend taking a, a picture of you on yeah. a Sony camera. Like it, exactly. it could, it could just be. I think you need a good headshot that will really get you through the door. Um, and I, I think experience. Um, mm. You know, everybody thinks, oh, let me go to acting school. I'll tell you something. I never went to acting school. I, I did plays in, in, in school. school yeah, I mean, yeah. yes. I mean, I think uh, the background and, and the knowledge, yes, absolutely. If that's, if that's your key to go to school for acting, then you do that. I, I think that experience is more uh, useful than anything else. Uh, if you have time and you have the money to put into acting classes, sure, go for it. Um, but I think I, me personally, I learn more on a set than I do in a class. I, my own learning somebody else's technique for me to use on camera is like, I I, I don't know how to put this, but it's like, it's like when you're learning how to drive, you know, uh, when somebody tells you, okay, when you're backing out of a spot or when you're backing, backing out of your driveway, look in your rear view mirror, it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. First. Right. I'm going to look when I'm right. ready to look. When exactly. I, yeah. Right. I'm, right. I'm not, Makes more I sense. I feel like using and now I'm not knocking it in any way. I think some people need that guidance and that's fine. But for me personally, I learned more just by being on set. And you don't have to be the lead role. You don't have to be the supporting role. If you want to just get on set and learn how things go, be that extra. Because mm. everybody started from somewhere. You know, you don't, you don't just wake up one day and you're like, I'm going to be the lead in a film. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> would be great. Right. I wasn't even paid. Yeah. I wasn't even paid. And I was like, well, you know what? This is a lead role. This is something I started out. I need, I needed something to put on my resume. Yeah. So you do that. You, I think you just have to sacrifice and, and, you know, kind of pull and tug where you need um, help in areas or where you need to excel and, and put things. You always want to build your resume. You always want to keep topping yourself and, and going for the better roles. But 
if I, I think just if, if you're starting out or you want to experience something, I think being on set and, and being a part of the mix is much more of a learning experience. I think definitely go for that and a good headshot. And a good headshot. All right. She has given you all the gems. Yeah. Gotta have that good <laughs> gotta have that good headshot and the experience. <laughs> and you know what? I I look, I'm telling you, you know, because sometimes like I try not to assume that people know things, especially starting out, like in you know, it can be intimidating, like you said, just asking for help. But like you said, if you don't ask, you don't get, right? So we gotta we gotta be able to to open right. our mouths a bit and and to really just kind of talk and connect. And that's one of the the beauty, beautiful things of like now, you know, when we were, you know, during COVID, everybody was uh, doing more digital and electronic communication. And now, you know, you still have those relationships. So just expanding those is a good start to me. Um, And another thing, like before we get ready to close a bit later, I want to talk about like the create, the creative aspects of being a actress, like specifically for you, like, what do you enjoy most about the creativity part of what you do? I, you know what, for me, I, I kind of separate the two. Um, I love, I, I love, I, I don't know how to put it cause this is going to sound, I don't know if it's embarrassing or if it's like, it's, if it's going to sound silly, but I love creative people and I yeah, feel like yeah. you, you could spot them a mile away. You really can. Like you could spot somebody, let's say who's you know, uh, a healthcare worker or there's, you know, like I feel you could kind of pinpoint like, you know, someone who's a teacher or something. I could, I could spot somebody who is like in the business a mile away. And I just love it. I love how, cause they're so creative, no matter what you do. I just love being around people that are just so open-minded and so creative. Like I, it's just, it's a different world. And when you're in that world, when you're with, I guess, you know, people that you, that aspire to do the same thing as you, you're just, you feel like you're at home. Yeah. So I love being around people that are just creative. I love people in the music industry. I love people in in the, in theater. I, I just love learning more about the business because you can never stop learning about this business. There's, there's not like one set rule or one set way. So yeah. I love being around people that just love to be creative, whether it's writing. I love people that uh, all my a bunch of my friends who, you know, put novels out and they don't have agents or they don't have like an outlet. I just I'm like, OK, give me your book. I, I want to read your book. I want to promote your book in any way. Like, I just feel like you're here to help one another. And yeah, that's yeah. like that's the kind of people I love to be around. And I feel like I find that a lot in this industry. Um, and another thing is, too, I just. I don't know. I guess it's maybe from going back from when I was a little girl. I just love performing. I love performing. Um, I can't sing for hell, but (laughs) I love love being on stage. I love being on camera. I love memorizing scripts. I love being a different character. I love being somebody else. Is that weird? Does that sound funny? No, hey, that sounds (laughs) like a good deal. I mean, I, does that sound like I'm a little girl, like playing with dolls? I love pretending. I love, I just mm-hmm. something I, I really, I've enjoyed all my life. And, you know, as silly as it sounds at my age, I'm like, you know what? I just, I kind of love playing dress up and I love being different things. A reporter one day, the next week, you know, I'm playing a robot. You know, it's just so, yeah. it's so it doesn't sound weird. <laughs> no, you know what? It, it doesn't sound weird. And I, I'll even put myself out there and say, that hey, I'm I'm with you. You got to be able to to imagine and to you know if you want to step into a different role in a different character, you got to do that. I think the biggest thing is 
as adults, we end up suppressing a lot of the childhood stuff that we aspire to be. And so that's, you know, because we think it's embarrassing. That's why a majority of us never go back to that. But hey, kudos to you. And I, like I said, <laughs> the fact that you are still doing it, you know, this many years later, you, you, you're you doing what you enjoy. Like that's going to take you light years ahead. And it's unfortunate that some of us will not choose that route because I, I think that that just kind of, that's what shrivels you up, right? You, you, I don't know. I think that just kind of leads to... Um, I, you know what? I do feel like it's very, very easy to get caught up in this business, whether, you know, no matter what you're doing, you, you can, you can definitely get, I guess, um, you know, what do they call it? Uh, you can, you know, get a big head for what, you know, cause it's just, it's, this is the life everybody wants. It's glamorous. I mean, let's be real. It's a glamorous life. Once you get to that, um, once you get to that point, but, I, you know, people like me, I'm just, I'm happy to be working. I don't, I don't need to, you know, um, be on a cover of a magazine. I don't need to be like on a news show. I just, if I'm more, if I'm working, I'm happy. If I'm able to do this as a job, I am 100% fulfilled. And some people, you know, they do get caught up and it is very easy to get caught up in this business because there's a lot of perks and there's a lot of partying and there's a lot of fun that goes with it. But, um, everybody's situation is different and, I just love that I get to like flip a switch, come home and, you know, I have my three kids. Exactly. <laughs> so like, okay, now yeah. back to mommy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now that's, that's, that's the life I'm talking about. I, I love it, uh, Stephanie. Uh, look, before we get ready to wrap up, let us know. I know you just, you gave us a brief of upcoming projects. Anything else that you, that you, that you're working on that you want to share, make sure to drop that. And then a couple of words of encouragement, if you will, before we, before we end. Um, yeah, so I mean, you could definitely go um, on any of my my sites. I mean, I'm always promoting my work. Um, uh, you can definitely go to Amazon. Um, is has a lot of my projects on there and titled um, right now. Um, you can watch 2050 Pure Flicks. I've done a bunch of projects for director Candace Kane. She's got a million projects out. Amazing, amazing work and. Um, you know, as silly as it sounds and as much as you hear it all the time, it is so, so true. You really, you have to be in it to win it. Like you have to just keep pursuing it. You, you know, whether you want to take six months off, six years off, you want to come back to it, then you can do it. I honestly, honestly believe that. And I have proof of it because yeah. I keep doing it and somehow I keep working. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm so exactly. thankful for it. <laughs> hey, uh, y'all better take notes and and check it out. I mean, I, and I, I just love the fact that you were inspired to just continue what it was that you enjoyed. So that in itself is a testimony to the, the, the fact that anything is possible, right? So we are going to, (laughs) right. So we'll end it there. Um, did you drop your social handles? I think you, let me know if you did that or not. Um, If not, you can drop, just go ahead and drop it again. Why not? Yeah. My, it's all pretty much the same Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's Stephanie Bloom. Um, and I just, like I said, I always promote my work. I'm always, you know, promoting other people that help promote me. And I feel like it's sort of like a, uh, you know, I'll help you, you help me kind of business. So, um, I'm always promoting no matter who I work with or who supports me, I'll support you. I love it. All right. Sounds good, guys. We have just finished chatting with Stephanie Bloom, like I said, who is an actress and model. Make sure you guys connect. Go check out her work. And Stephanie, thanks so much for being a guest. We enjoyed you. And we look, 
when you start filming again, like later in the fall, we got let's let's reconnect and uh, talk about the new shows yes. that you, you know that you have. So I think that's going to be great. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. You too. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.